Hello everybody, this is Blind Sanity and today is a special day. This is day one of our multi-part series about basic braille. Uh, that episode will run a little longer than usual, probably 10 to 15 minutes, I think. Uh, we uh, are going to talk first about uh, the history of braille. Uh, very quickly, nothing boring, uh, but just enough for you to know where that comes from. Um, we'll also uh, make a quick comparison between um, old Braille and newer Braille. We'll look at difference um, uh, in Braille from uh, various countries and various languages. Then we'll look a little deeper at what's called um, contracted and uncontracted Braille. We'll follow this up with a brief description of what is Braille. Um, we'll look at um, the construction of each characters. Um, we'll talk about Braille cell and uh, syntax and things like that. We will move on to um, a technique of readings uh, using your fingers. Um, and finally, as an added bonus at the end, we will go through four letters, A, B, C, and D, and how uh, they are transcribed in Braille. Lots of things to do, so let's start right away. All right, 1809, that's a big uh, date that uh, every one of you should remember. This is the birth date of the inventor of Braille. His name uh, is Louis Braille, and he uh, is the inventor of Braille, he's a French, uh, French dude, um, who uh, turned blind, uh, mostly because of a disease uh, at a very early age. Um, his technique hasn't changed much uh, from um, the uh, 1800s to now. Uh, that's what makes Braille so fantastic uh, to use. Um, when he died, uh, I can give you a, a fun fact here. Uh, when he died, uh, he was so famous uh, that um, the uh, hometown uh, asked that his uh, hands were taken off his body and sent back to, uh, to them. Uh, for posterity. Uh, his hands are still there as we speak. All right, like I said, it's a very short um, introduction to Braille history, but there's a few things to add here. Um, there, uh, there are uh, two kinds of Braille, um, no matter what country or what um, language you are dealing with. Um, there is contracted and uncontracted Braille. Uncontracted Braille is the easiest thing, uh, easiest part of Braille. Each Braille character corresponds to a symbol. For example, you have one Braille character for the letter A, one different uh, Braille character for the letter B, and so on. You also have one um, Braille character for a few other symbols, such as the uh, capitalization symbol, the one that tells you when the sentence starts. There's one symbol for the question mark, the um, dot, the comma, the period, and things like that. This is the easier, uh, easy, the easy Braille. But you realize really fast that um, using uncontracted Braille, which means one character for one character Braille, uh, one Braille character for one uh, one letter or one symbol, you uh, end up. Um, uh, taking a lot of room uh, for a very simple sentence, um, I don't know, let's say uh, it is hot outside, you easily uh, end up having two or three lines of characters. 
the Braille character has to have a particular size for your fingers to recognize, which is not uh, the, the, that size is not as um, small as um, regular uh, a printed character. And because of that size, a small sentence end up um, turning into two or three uh, lines of a Braille character. So when you have a book, uh, let's say Harry Potter, for example, or the Bible, if you uh, use uncontracted Braille, a page can easily turn into uh, a dozen of pages uh, uh, in Braille. So this is not manageable. This is why there is such a thing called a contracted Braille. Contracted Braille is a little bit more complicated. It requires a little bit more um, uh, work and uh, practice. Basically, each character in Braille can sometimes, depending on its location, represent a whole word or a, um, a group of uh, letters. For example, the letter P has its own um, Braille um, uh, transcription when it's used as part of a word, like um, we'll see uh, probably in a later episode. But on its own, when P is used with a space on the right and on the left, P means people. So all of a sudden, people which has six letters uh, can be transcribed into a single letter as long as um, we have a space on both sides of the Braille letter P. On average, it is said that uncontracted Braille and contracted Braille differ uh, by 30% in space. It is still not ideal um, for those who uh, looked at purchasing books uh, in contracted Braille um, for example, Harry Potter, again, the first volume of Harry Potter, uh, I believe it is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, even in contracted, that single volume represents eight thick Braille uh, volume um, uh, to get through the entire story. Not only it is um, inconvenient, um, uh, you need to keep in, in mind that this could be worse. It could easily turn into a 12 or 13 volume if the Braille you use was uncontracted. And because it's such a large uh, quantity of material, paper and uh, weight, uh, when you want to order uh, the, this book, for example, the Harry Potter book, uh, you end up paying something like two to $300 just to get the eight volume that um, uh, will get you through the entire story. So Braille, yes, it is not really a, a, a miracle answer to all our uh, problem, but it is um, uh, at least one solution to make our life a little simpler. Uh, I don't think that you need to be bothered too much with a contracted Braille uh, for the moment. Um, we're going to stick with uncontracted Braille, like I said in an earlier episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you uh, what is the uh, the Braille transcription of all the letters of the alphabet to help you uh, with your everyday life. So you shouldn't worry too much about the uh, the, the contracted Braille unless you're interested. But in that case, um, I will dedicate a special episode uh, later on, and I will tell you where to go and who to contact uh, in order to learn. Uh, basically, my experience is that uh, learning the alphabet or the um, uncontracted Braille took me about a month and a half. It's a lot of memory 
um, uh, work, uh, while uncontracted braille took me at least six months or seven months, and I was doing it almost every day. Uh, the regular uh, classes from braille, uh, braille school require about two and a half years of uh, work and practice to get through um, contracted and uncontracted braille and a lot of practice reading books non-stop afterward because you can imagine how easy it is to lose uh, everything if you don't practice uh, day after day. All right, this is it for contracted and uncontracted braille. Now, I did mention that the letter P um, sometimes means people or sometimes means just the letter P if it's part of a word. So you can easily imagine that if you change languages, uh, P won't mean people in French, P won't mean, won't mean uh, people in Spanish, and P won't mean um, people in Italian, for example. So that tells you that Braille, although it is a universal technique, its signification and meaning is not the same from one language to another. So this is not because you learn Braille in English that this will work in French Braille. That kind of obvious um, once you start thinking about con contracted Braille, like, like I said, P for people or K for knowledge or L for Lord or F for father or things like that. There is no way that you have the same um, um, translation in other language. So once you learn Braille in one language, you're pretty much stuck with it. Um, for you, it will probably be US or Canada or any English, English, uh, English spoken um, uh, languages. Uh, so you'll, as long as you stick with it, you'll be you'll be fine. But if you change languages, if you go to other country like France or Italy or Spain or anything like that, that uh, Braille um, will not be very useful to you. Not only uh, Braille change from one country to another, but it also change within the same country. For example, um, if you buy a book from the 1980s and you buy that same book um, in Braille. Uh, in 2020, you realize that there is some slight differences. Uh, this is because there are councils in the US that are looking periodically at Braille and change standards. Um, for example, um, in the 1980s, the word and and V uh, were uh, uh, stuck together. It would look like and V. Uh, while the new standard separate and and D um, into two words, like it should, with spaces in between. All those little changes make things a little complicated, but as long as you remember that anything before um, uh, a standard is adopted, uh, it use a different standard than the current one, you're good to go. All right, we are done with the boring part. Now, the interesting part is what is Braille? Most of you know that this is a combination of dots. Uh, in a line, one next to the other. Uh, some of you do not know, however, that Braille uh, is made of what's called cells. A cell is a um, rectangle, but it's made of six locations. Two rows of, uh, no, sorry, two columns of three rows. There are six locations in each Braille cell, and we uh, are currently calling them dot one, two, three, four, five, and six. Dot one is located at the upper left corner of the, uh, the, the, the rectangular cell. Dot two is in the middle left 
uh, of the cell, dot three is at the bottom left of the cell, dot four is at the top right of the cell, dot five is at the middle right of the cell, and dot six is at the bottom right of the cell. Each character in Braille is a different combination of dots at those locations. So you can easily do with, a, we can easily imagine with a little bit of uh, math that there are quite a few possibilities before you run out of uh, possibilities with all the dots. For example, you can choose dot one, you can choose to put a dot in the location number two, or put a dot in location number six, and then go on with two locations. Uh, dot one and dot two or dot four and dot six and then you can go on with three location and then four and five and six and even the one with no dot at any location which is the equivalent of a space uh, in braille so you can imagine that there's quite a lot of possibility and definitely more than the letter of the alphabet more than 30 letters more than 40 letters this is where uncontracted letter, uh, uh, sorry, contracted uh, Braille uh, is interesting because it uses all the combinations that are not used by the letter of the alphabet to create more word or more uh, combination of letters that makes uh, Braille uh, more powerful than just uh, contracted, uh, uncontracted Braille, one letter uh, uh, corresponding to one letter of the Braille uh, alphabet, uh, the, the Braille alphabet, yes. So, now that you know that, um, how to read Braille? You all know you can read Braille with your finger. What you may not know is that if you are right-handed, your uh, left hand is the one that will be uh, more useful to you, more sensitive to reading Braille. If you are left-handed, your right hand is going to be the one that is going to be the most sensitive one to read Braille. How to read Braille? Well, you probably know that already too. You use your index finger. I am right-handed. My most sensitive uh, finger is my left uh, index uh, finger. So what, uh, what you do is that you basically try to align the tip of your, uh, sorry, the, the, the upper part of your finger with the cell of the Braille you have to cover the top of your finger completely. Um, uh, sorry, you have to use your, the top of your finger to cover a, a braille cell completely to uh, read the cell. And it also have to be totally aligned with the braille cell, the rectangular braille cell. If you are slightly off or at an angle or anything like that, your finger might register a dot at the wrong location or anything like that. So this is very important. You need to have your um, index finger completely aligned with the Braille cell so that you can, uh, you can train, you can realize, you can read um, the, the location of the dead, the, the, the dot on each cell with your finger and little by little that will give you words. Your finger need to be warm it need to be dry don't ask uh, i've noticed that more than once if it's too cold i believe the skin is tighter on your uh, on your finger and you won't be able to notice as well as this as if your finger were warm same thing with damp or uh, too dry uh, skin uh, you need you need um, uh, warm and um, uh, dry but uh, moist that's basically what it is 
um, how easy it is to uh, to read uh, to read uh, a braille. Well, I can give you uh, uh, an example. I uh, after um, learning un- uh, contracted braille, it took me about forty five to fifty seconds to go through one line of forty characters of braille. After nine months of practices, I am now at about six to seven uh, seconds per uh, per line. Again. All this information is not very useful to you since we're going to stick with uh, uncontracted braille and basically uh, stick with only one uh, letter at a time. Uh, but this is this is more information for you guys if you are uh, interested in learning more uh, about braille and if you want to go um, and learn. Um, you should know, by the way, that only 7% of all of us uh, blind and low vision uh, uh, folks uh, learn braille. And uh, 7% isn't much. Um, I can tell you that this, the fact that you can actually read and not only listen to audio tape or audio books uh, m- give you a, a, a bigger sense of achievement. So this is something that I will recommend. All right. We now know roughly everything about um, about the basic uh, technique uh, uh, for Braille and um, we're going to try to do a few uh, a few things using our Braille labeler. For those who don't know what that is, um, that previous episode, the part 0B, uh, described what is um, um, a Braille labeler and uh, in that episode, I'll explain how to use it and uh, what it does. So using the Braille labeler, uh, we're going to do a few uh, nice tricks that are going to help you organize your life and find stuff uh, more easily uh, uh, around you in your house. We're going to start looking at four letters of the alphabet, A, B, C, and D. I'm going to go slow on that one, but you can rewind and... Um, re-listen to uh, everything I'm going to tell you uh, and I will try to uh, start any um, uh, further episode from that mini-series with a quiz and with a few mnemotechnic um, um, uh, tricks that will help you remind, uh, remember which, uh, which letter is which. Let's start with letter A. Remember, the Braille cell has six locations that we call 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. The letter A is dot one. It is basically a single dot at the upper right corner of the cell. The letter B is dot one and two. It's a dot at the upper and middle left side of the cell. The letter C is dot one and dot four. It is a dot on the right upper, uh, sorry, the left upper uh, side of the uh, Braille cell and a dot on the right upper um, side of the the cell. And the letter D is dot one, four, and five. A dot at the upper left side of the um, cell another one at the upper right side of the, the, the braille cell and a third one at the uh, middle uh, right side of the cell. Remember again, uh, that's going to make things simpler. 
the Braille cell has six locations, one, two, three, on the right, on the left side of the Braille, and four, five, six, on the right side of the cell. Let's go at it again. Letter A is dot one, letter B is dot one and two, letter C is dot one and four, letter D is one, four, and five, one, four, and five. Remember, it's not because you got dot one for um, letter A and dot one, two for letter B. Letter C is not one, two, three. You skip the three, you go directly to the, um, to the, to the, to the location four and there is no two. So letter C is one, four. Let's do it. Let's go at it again. Letter A is dot one. Letter B is dot one and two. Letter C is dot one and four. Letter D is dot one, four and five. Now, how to use that? Get your uh, Braille labeler and uh, follow, uh, follow those instructions. Insert a few space first. In order to do that, just press the button up at the, um, the underneath the, the, the labeler and uh, gently press it several times so that the tape move from one space to another. And then emboss the letter A. You rotate the dial until you find the letter A. You can ask for some friend to help you out on that one since you, um, you need a little bit of practice to recognize the braille letter on the dial. They are also printed um, on it, uh, on the dial, so your friend can help you out. So find the letter A and emboss the letter A on that tape. Insert two more spaces and indent or emboss the letter B add two more spaces, emboss the letter C, add two more spaces, emboss the letter D, add a few more spaces, and then use the color to release the tape. At this stage, you have something that looks like five or six, six inches of tape with four letters of the Braille alphabet uh, embossed in it. What you should do is remove the tape at the bottom and uh, that will make the, uh, the tape sticky and stick it to something flat on, um, uh, on a table. And start practicing with your finger to recognize A, B, C, and D. It is important that you, you have enough space in between each of the letters so that your finger can, re uh, can recognize them. It takes a lot of practice to get A, B, C, and D in only one, uh, one word without space and uh, to get your finger to recognize each of them. So it is better for you to, make, uh, to, to separate each of those um, letters with a lot of space uh, uh, when, uh, while you're using the, uh, the, label, um, the, the Braille labeler. It shouldn't take too long to, uh, to recognize and to have a feel of what those letters are. When you are ready and when you're confident, take your Braille labeler again and do as instructed. Insert a space, emboss the letter A, insert a space and cut the tape. Do the same thing for the letter B, C and D. You end up with four little tiny pieces of half an inch of um, tape uh, containing each one letter. Remove the tape, uh, the, the, uh, the piece of plastic on the, 
the, the, the backside of the, the tape that will make them sticky and start uh, putting them into uh, things around your house that start with that same letter. For example, if you go into your uh, spice cabinet, you can put the letter B on uh, your can of basil. You can also put the letter C on a can of corn and, and so on. Right now, just by doing this, four of your um, uh, uh, rig, uh, daily item should be labeled and that already is going to help you figuring out uh, what is what without asking for people, uh, asking for uh, your friend and family for help. Four letters, A, B, C, and D, should cover your four most um, um, used uh, items around the house, either in the kitchen or in your office or in your garage or anything like that. If you want to go the additional step, you can use a combination of two letters. For example, you can use your um, uh, Braille um, labeler and do as instructed, space, letter A, space, letter C, space, then you cut the, um, the, um, uh, the tape. Now, I chose AC because it was a random example, but if you are looking for, um, uh, I'm going to say something, uh, something silly, um, uh, if, if you are uh, looking for uh, an item that starts with an A and, the, uh, and, and has a C in it to distinguish um, uh, that item from um, another one that starts with an A and has an S in it, then A and C will help you uh, figure out uh, which one is which. Uh, I think this is pretty much it for that lesson. As I said, it, it is now 26 minutes long. That was much longer than I thought. Um, this is a lot of information. So the next episode will be uh, much shorter and we'll start with a quiz and a few tricks about how to remember those four letters A, B, C and D. Uh, again, you will need a Braille labeler, so um, if you need uh, help in purchasing one, you know uh, how to contact me. My email address is uh, blindsanity at gmail.com or you can um, uh, DM me on uh, at uh, blindsanitypod on Twitter. Um, as I said, next week, uh, next episode will be a little shorter. I'll try to go back to those four letters and repeat that over and over until it's ingrained in your brain and you'll find that uh, it is becoming much and much easier as you progress. Um, I hope you're not panicking right now. I realize that uh, there is a lot of information here and um, this may be overwhelming for some of you, but I still think that uh, making an effort in going through um, the the initial um, um, the initial step um, uh, are, are going to make it worth it uh, down the road. Um, there is one thing I would like to ask is that if you are using those uh, uh, those label, please uh, send me back an example of them. For example, um, if you use C for cinnamon. 
send that back to me um, so I can uh, I can have a pretty uh, a, a, a nice list of uh, what all of you guys are using those labels for and I might create a PDF file or 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 maybe talk about it in a later episode to give some inspiration to people and wondering how to use those letters around the house. Uh, it's particularly important if you're using two or three of those letters uh, separated again with spaces. Um, for example, C and D for corn dog uh, would actually be uh, would actually be a smart way to use two letters instead of one and make those four letters uh, that, I, that I just uh, taught you. Uh, um, uh, work uh, uh, a lot more than using them one by one. Um, any uh, hint uh, or any um, uh, example of application will be welcome. Don't hesitate to send that back to me at that email. That's it for now. It's a pretty long one, as I said. Sorry for that. Uh, tomorrow will be a new episode, much shorter than that. Until then, have fun with your brailler and um, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.